Hey there, welcome to another episode of the Duomo Trading Podcast. It's Nicholas Puri here and it is good to be back. It's been a couple of months since we had a podcast episode and there are a few reasons for that which I want to explain to you. So the first reason is that we were putting out content that was basically a repeat of what we're putting out in our videos on YouTube. And I know at the moment we don't really have a specific podcast audience. Most people that are subscribed to our podcast that listen to the episodes here and there are people that are already subscribed to our YouTube channel, that are our members, that read our articles. And so you're getting a lot of the same content that you're getting elsewhere. So that was one thing I wanted to address. And the second thing is that we weren't really getting that many listens. So, I mean, it would be 100 or 200 or so. And is although that's good and I really appreciate everyone that's listening to it, We knew that that's obviously a reflection of the type of content that we're putting out. So the first thing I'd like to ask is that if you are listening to these podcasts and you enjoy them, you find them useful, you want more of them, we would really appreciate it if you would leave us a review on whatever podcasting platform you're you're listening to this on and also to like the podcast and make sure you're subscribed because by increasing those stats, it helps us to get in front of more people. And the more people listening to our podcast, the more we can do, the more we can justify putting more time and effort into it, bringing people from our network. Because obviously at the moment, if we brought someone in from our network to talk to them on the podcast, it might be a little bit embarrassing or underwhelming for them if they're only getting 100 listens compared to on our YouTube channel where there might be thousands of people watching. So that's one thing we're going to do is is to encourage you to hopefully engage with us a bit more on the podcast and in terms of the content I want to start bringing you stuff that's different to what you're seeing in the YouTube videos. So at least for the short term here's the plan. We're going to be releasing YouTube videos about two or three times a week and in these podcasts I want to take the topics from those YouTube videos and go to town on them. Like basically talk around the subject, give you the thoughts that are on my mind, be more unscripted because the videos are scripted. And perhaps by doing that, I'm going to give you some of the extra nuances or little tidbits of information that we maybe didn't put into the video, but might be helpful for you. So if you've already watched the videos or if you're planning on watching them, then by listening to the podcast as well, you're going to learn things much, much deeper. And that's something I always encourage is to really learn different trading concepts deeply and to practice things and to understand them till you do know them deeply because that's what's going to help you to to perform so much better in the markets. Because in the markets, everything's so dynamic and things are changing all the time and there are so many psychological aspects involved that the deeper you understand something, The more second nature it is, the less surprising it is in the market's view, the better you're going to perform, the more chance of you making the right decisions at the right time, which just by chance is a good lead in into today's topic, which is all about how we make our decisions in the markets. So this is following on from a YouTube video we had. It was actually released yesterday. So I'm recording this on Friday, the 6th of September. The video was released on the 5th, Thursday. And that was all about the rule that you should implement into your trading. And that simple rule was that whenever you make a decision, whenever you take an action in the markets, just before you do that, just before you take that action, whatever it is you decide to do, you already decide where you're going to make your next decision. Okay, I've said the word decide and decision a lot of times there. So 
Basically, let's say that I'm choosing to scale into a position because something happens in the markets and it just seems like the right time for it. Before I do that, before I actually choose to increase that position size, I need to already know where I'm going to make my next decision. Because think about it, right? You're in the markets, you've decided to increase your risk by increasing your position size. That's going to play on your psychology. And loss aversion is something that really ruins a lot of people's trading performance. If someone was to say to me, what psychological factor do you think most affects people's trading like in the biggest way? Like a lot of other people talk about the fear and greed complex. I would say that the biggest problem is loss aversion. And when you look at loss aversion, all the other aspects of trading kind of link to it. And one thing that massively links to it is position size. Because when you keep your position size at a manageable level of 1% to 2% maximum, it means that the loss aversion is less impactful. Because if you are going to take a loss, it's not going to affect your balance so much that you can't recover quite easily within the next trade or so. But when people start risking, say, 10%, 20%, which is ridiculous, their loss aversion is going to kick in and they're not going to want to actually close a trade for that loss because they know how harmful it's going to be to their account balance. So position size really affects loss aversion. And so when we make that decision to increase our position size when we're scaling in, of course we still want to be within our risk parameters in our system, but it's inevitably going to edge up that loss aversion that we're going to feel. So because of that, when you start seeing the random fluctuations in the market, that's going to have more of a pull on your emotions and make you want to exit the trade. And that can mean that you're going to ruin your performance or hold back the potential of that trade. So instead, when we choose to take that action, if we already know exactly what point, whether it's a price level, whether it's a point in time, whether it's a significant level that's dynamic, whatever it is, if we know exactly when we need to make our next decision, then we know that no matter what happens until it reaches that point, we're not going to do anything. Of course, sometimes you might watch the charts and panic a little bit and feel a bit anxious, but if you know you don't need to make a decision, then at least that feeling is not going to seep into your trading and harm your performance. Because that's the real problem. Like, it's not a problem to have emotions in trading. Like We're not robots, and of course you're going to feel some emotions. Even to this day, and I've been trading now for well over 10 years, when I open a trade in the markets, then a lot of the time, if it's a really significant trade, I'm, I'm really happy about the position, the entry, I'm happy about the opportunity, then I'm going to feel butterflies in my stomach, stomach, butterflies in my stomach a little bit. You know, I'm going to get a feeling of that kind of nervous energy, that adrenaline rush slightly. Not so much like I'm gambling, but I'm going to feel it a bit. And that's fine. We're human. The problem is when that sort of, you cross that line where the emotions start affecting your trading decisions. So by deciding you know where you're going, you're going to make your next decision, you know where your next action can take place, those emotions are going to have less of a bearing and less of a hold on your trading. Now, one thing that came up in my mind when I was talking about this topic for the video, when I was putting down the points that I wanted to discuss in the video, that I didn't get to elaborate on in the video, but I want to talk about in this podcast, is actually the sort of where each thing fits into the bigger picture of your trading in terms of your rules, your system, and your strategy. Because I said this is a little tip you can take and actually implement it as a trading rule. And some people thought, well, why do you need to have that as a trading rule? Well, the trading rules are like the principles of your overall approach. 
So you might have noticed by now that when we talk about the stuff we do at Duomo, at the Duomo initiative, we talk about the Duomo method. We don't talk about the Duomo system or the Duomo strategy. And it's because a method is made up of multiple parts. So you have your system. Your system are the, is the set of fixed steps that you're going to take each and every time you open a trade, all the way from choosing your market down to actually finding your entry, managing the trade and exiting. That's a fixed step-by-step -step process that you follow every time that's replicable, that keeps you consistent, and that you know then that when you look at your results and your trading, that it's something you can depend, depend on for the long term. So if you're profitable and you've got a system, which is a list of steps that you're following every single time, then you know you could be consistently profitable. Your strategy is what you do at each of those steps in a system that helps you to mold your system, the fixed steps around the context of the market at that point in time. Because of course, we can't have a static set of steps when the market itself is dynamic. So that's where the strategy comes in. You look at a situation right now, you know what you need to achieve in your step in a system, and you think, okay, what strategy can I follow here that's going to help me to achieve that goal at that point in time? Now, you're going to have with each and every tool and concept within your system, within your method, you're going to have rules about what can and can't be done with certain tools and concepts. So, for example, with the Duomo method, we have rules about um, the micro strategy, the specific candles we, the candles we use to enter. So we're looking for type one or type two closes. But we might also say when the wick is too long, it means that it could be testing a level from the other side, so we'll stay out of it at that point in time or reduce our position size. That's a rule. So it's not your system, it's not necessarily your strategy, it's about a rule of engagement. Then you can have rules about your overall performance and how you operate as a trader. And this is where you can have rules such as anytime you make a decision in the market, you're going to already know exactly when you're due to make your next, your next decision. I'm trying to get the words out here. So by having rules like this, the rules are going to, one, help you to operate in a way that you know the tools and the concepts within your strategies and within your system are going to be performing in the way that they should do and rules that are going to help you to reduce the amount of mistakes you make. So in a video that we have coming up in a couple of days, and we will have a podcast probably discussing that one as well, we're talking about negative filters. Now, negative filters are aspects of your trading system that you don't have to help you enter a trade, so they're not going to give you a signal for an entry, but they're factors that help you to determine the conditions of the market at that point in time. So the characteristics of the context of the market at that point in time that help you to understand when the time is maybe not right to enter. And what this focuses on is that if you want to Im improve your performance over the long term, there are two ways to do that. You can either have more profitable entries or you can reduce the amount of negative entries like losses that you have. Okay. And the same is true of your performance and not just your performance as a trader, but your performance in anything in life. If you want to improve at anything, you can focus on adding things, so improvement through addition, or you can focus on improving by taking away things, so improvement by subtraction. And that's what we're talking about when we're making those sort of rules where you're going to decide where your next decision is being made before you take a specific action in the markets. You're improving through 
like taking something away. You're removing the chance of making mistakes, removing the chance of knee-jerk reactions. And so if you think about it, when you have this list of rules, what other things can you put in place that are going to be improving by subtracting, improving by removing the chance of making a mistake? Of course, you might at the same time be removing the chance of having these amazing punts type trades that just do really well on the off chance that you picked it at the right time, like right place, right time type of situations. But it means you're removing these elements of luck because you're also removing the chance of mistakes. You're not relying on luck. You're having trading that's much more controllable and something that you can depend on. And that's what we're trying to be as traders. You know, we're not just trying to be profitable. Like my business partner used to say to me, don't just try and shoot for the stars with every trade. That's not what we're trying to achieve. We're trying to achieve something that's replicable, that's dependable, and that's consistent because that's how we're going to be consistently profitable traders. So all of these rules that control you and give you certain restrictions, they're good as long as you know by doing them, you still have the chance to be profitable. You don't want to restrict yourself too much that you're not opening enough trades or that you're not able to do anything or use your instincts at all, but you want to make sure that you're not relying on luck. So that's kind of where that whole principle came from. And I think it'll be a really good exercise for you to sit down and think about all of the things that you do in a week, like maybe even spend a week actually noting down every time you make a mistake, every time you almost do something wrong, every time you do do something wrong intentionally, every time you deviate from your system, every time there's something that you maybe would need to address. And then start to think, what steps can I put in place? What principles, what rules can I put in place that are going to avoid me going down that route? Okay, what is it going to keep me honest as a trader and consistent? And that's what this is all about, really. And I think this is what um, sort of leads people to becoming a more mature trader, a more experienced trader, even without the years of experience, they can act like a more mature and experienced trader just by focusing on consistency as their priority and thinking about how they make sure they are following a mandate. So guys, I think that's all I really have to say on that topic for now. If you have any questions, I would love for you to reach out on social media or if you've got any thoughts about this podcast, you can get us on Instagram at Duomo Initiative or my personal Instagram is at Nikki Puri. That's N-I-K-I-P-U-R-I. Same on Twitter for both of those and we've got Duomo Initiative on Facebook. So make sure you check all of those out. If you are new to trading and you're not sure of what direction you need to go in, you're not sure really what system or strategy you're going to be following, then why not get started on our free introductory course? It's available through our online school. You can find that at courses.duomoinitiative.com. So it's a free introductory course, 10 easy to follow lessons. We've got quizzes, diagrams, activities. It's a really good place to start. And as I said at the start of the podcast, We'd really appreciate if you would leave a review. And if you're not already subscribed, then you can subscribe on whatever platform you prefer to use for your podcasting. If you can't find us on the platform that you normally use, just let us know and we'll figure out how to get the podcast on there and share it with your friends who you know are into trading. Let's really get the momentum going on this podcast. Then I can do so much more of it and I can bring you so much more value and other people that can contribute to the, the conversation here and we'll see where it goes. So I appreciate you listening. I hope it's been useful. I look forward to hearing from you and I will see you and hear you or talk to you in the next one. Take care guys. Bye-bye.